Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge, now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome back in Hour 2 of the program. The Jason Smith Show with me, Mike Harmon, here live from the TireRack.com. Fox Sports Radio Studios. There's no Jason Smith tonight. No, sir. He went on load management after working this morning alongside me. We filled in for the Dan Patrick Show. Uh, honored uh, to be part of the mix. We had some great conversations. Podcast is up, uh, as always. John Paul LaRosi, Rick Buecher, our guy Jason Cole, uh, the voter for the Hall of Very Good uh, as we call it now, the Hall of Fame uh, pro football after they had that large class that goes in this year. So we kind of mock him with that, uh, and I think he's starting to hate me uh, for real. Uh, we're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And, yes, no Jason Smith means you heard the laugh. It's our guy. Arnie Spanier, radio legend, 
All the way out here in Vermont, waiting for the snow to come falling on down. Are, my are you are you sitting out there holding a vigil? I mean, do you no, have the news station on in the background? Just starting. It's just starting to come down now. We'll get about uh, ten to twelve inches in the in the next ten to twelve hours. Do you frolic in the snow at all? Of course. Uh, that's Wait, all you we making do is snow angels yeah. or having snowball fights with your wife or anything like no, that? No, they already canceled my my uh, you know the the morning workout class and and stuff like that. So your morning workout in. class. Yeah, the Orange Theory thing. What are you doing there? Getting some Pilates in? They have a donut shop there, so I get some donuts. Shut shut up, man. I work out in the morning. I I know well the Orange Theory Fitness. Good for you. Yeah. I I mean, we got the hot yoga place over here. Oh, look at you. Most of the guys are just sitting in the lobby being all creepy watching folks go to and from. I don't know how much working out's going out by some of these people. But uh, you know what? It, it's supposed to be a great workout. And you know when the weather's nice, they go to the the rooftop of our uh, parking garage. Wow. See, I've seen those videos. Doubles. You can't be looking at women when you're working out, man. They put you on video and you get called out in front of the world when you do that. Well, generally, if you're in there video recording. And then I'm going to bring in our guy, Alex Teicher, on this one because he is a gym rat. Oh, he's a geez. man. He's 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 a guy that takes care of his machine and what he ingests. He's made himself a nice smoothie tonight. He he's, eats and lean, and he gets to the gym with regularity. Generally, if I see someone with the camera out, I know that we've already hit a bad point. If you're sitting there recording what your quote-unquote workout is, because right. generally it's one-eighth workout, seven-eighths, look at me about to work out, <laughs> or check out my form and look where the camera is situated, right at the, the lower part of my shorts or where my muscles and my legs are going to flex, or maybe down... Uh, well, straight, straight, straight down from you know as I'm doing and don't look tricep over. extensions. They'll call you out. They'll so call all, you out. So all of that over. to play, and, and I'm not saying there's not a real problem with it, but some of it ex- is exacerbated just by having the camera present. Well, Tyson. first off, it's it's an honor to talk to Arnie Spaniard on the air. Oh, Let me just say that too. What a legend! I like that you called him the Spaniard, <laughs> Arnie <laughs> Spaniard. It. It's a little fun we have there. Adding but the D. You know what's funny though, Mike, is like we're in a weird time with social media and the presence of influencers. Because I kid you not, first off, for some reason, as Arnie said, with these uh, women or men, whoever it is that get upset that they're filming, you're in a public space. So, like, you have to understand, no matter where you are in a public space, somebody's eyes might look at you. Yeah. It's just going to happen. I mean, just a glance. When I walk down the street, I sometimes look at people. It doesn't mean I'm staring at anybody. So it's just like a a common occurrence. And like Mike said, too, it blows my mind in the gym scene when somebody thinks they own the space. So like you said, they set up a tripod. They're trying to get every angle of their bicep curling or whatnot. And I've had people who actually legitimately get upset at me when I walk by and I laugh. And I'm like, well, sorry, dog. It's a public space. No, that's it. Like, yes, I got in your sorry, shot. Dog. Yeah, I tell it's them a, dog. I, I mean, they're acting I, like I, a dog. So what do you want me to do? They're going to upset. Like, that's the thing that's the silliest for me. It's like you, you act like it's, I've invaded your private space. Yes. And even if I look for more than two seconds, I may be just trying to get it in my head to process what the hell you're doing, Absolutely. bringing all this gear in to come do your, your set. And that's what pisses me off the most is like there is legit people there that are scummy, that are actually harassing sure. people. And now they get like kind of molded in with this mass group of people who are just glancing or just looking around. And it really makes a weird vibe because that's what a gym is supposed to be. Like you said, Mike, I've been going for 10 years now, right? 
I love the environment because it's everybody there for one reason, whether it be to look good, to be better, what you're improving well, somehow. A social thing as well, right? You're all in yes. there for a reason. Easy, yes. easy on the social thing. Social Come what? Can't be doing that in the gym nowadays. Well, you're you not, not in the gym, Arnie. Arnie, when's yeah, the last you, time you've you been in a gym? Talk to I talk about Orange Theory like three times a week. There's now. no way. Do you just put a box over your head so you don't interact <laughs> with anybody I t- as I you take walk my, in? I take my glasses off so you I can You got blinders see. like you're a horse hitting the track? I mean, come on, man. But let me tell you something. I have underwear longer than this one girl wears in our class. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Arnie, well, I mean, you are I in Vermont, yeah. so you got to have a pair of long johns at yes. the ready. Arnie, there's times where I walk around too. I'm like, you can wear that. <laughs> it is a new world order oh, uh, in a lot man. of those ways. Look, folks, men, women, the kids going to the high school gyms. Whatever, don't be creepy, okay? Just act as if one that you've been there before, two that you've seen a person of the opposite sex before, and three. You went to the gym to go pretend to work out. Maybe actually lift a weight yeah. well, or yeah, get Arnie. on a treadmill and well, move look, on. It, besides, I'm curling like 100 pounders and stuff. Well, You're man. not curling nothing. Okay, maybe 25 pounds. You're curling a donut, the whole time, Arnie. The whole time he's well, like pumping I, iron, he's Ferrigno going, I, Arnold, Arnold, Mike Katz and all those I, guys. I could curl 25. Don't, I'm there's, not no there's no way. There's no way. There's no way. That's not that I'm talking tough. about a proper form, Arnie. You're doing like maybe a 10. No, I'm doing 25 pounds. No curls. way. No way. I did it today. I know what Gosh. you curled, but it wasn't right. Wow. I tell you what, if all of a sudden he starts pulling out the gun show, yeah. I mean, Arnie's going to start posting photos on social media to prove our point. <laughs> you know, that's how you get the people of Twitter either uh, enraged, engaged, uh, that should and be excited. A- yeah, that should be the the poll for today. Can already do ten pound curls, twenty pound curls, or twenty five pound curls. I'm sorry, I could do twenty five. Well, not that I mean, tough. maybe you can do that as part of an OnlyFans or something. I'm trying <laughs> to find you another revenue stream. <laughs> there you buddy. go. I like that idea. I think I may do that. OnlyFans like with Arnie Spanier yes. at Stinking Genius One. Uh, if you want to participate in any of that <laughs> nonsense, I'm over at Swollen Dome trying to figure out the lay of the land in my own world. But as we get ready for the Last part of this NBA regular season, Arnie, we've got a lot of teams that are still in contention. You've got guys looking to play spoiler. I love the Patrick Beverly, the well-traveled Patrick Beverly saying, I'm looking to end the Lakers season. They've got a back-to-back with the Bulls. That's all fine and good as he goes home. But the curiosity is, in the the East, your third-place team is Brooklyn, the record that was put together before that team was torn apart. Your Knicks... Yes, sitting there in fine. the four seed at 33 and 27. Boston, Philadelphia top. And then Toronto, 28-31. You go to the Central. You've got Milwaukee at 41 and 17. But the Giannis wrist injury, we alluded to it as far as the All-Star game goes. And he's expecting to get back on the court soon. But that's a pretty sizable injury to be pondering for a guy that works in the low post. And a guy that gets to the free throw line a lot. Yeah, you, you know, you know. First of all, I'm surprised that you're even looking at divisions. I just look at them based well, by conferences. Well, it was the page. It yeah. was the page that yeah. loaded. Okay, so, well there you, you go. Know. But let me, let me just say this because as you mentioned, Milwaukee, I just don't have a lot of confidence. Even sitting though they in the two well. seed right now, right? Yeah. And and Philadelphia, I think it's between Philadelphia and Boston. And Boston has just been absolutely tremendous. Brooklyn, as as you mentioned, they, they obviously tore apart their team. I mean, Cleveland's been a good story. My Knicks have been a really good story, and they're turning they're it up a little bit. Yeah, but I mean they're. They're still, I mean, look, they 
they they do a good job on the road and um they're just average at home but uh really it's a two team race in the east it's the west that has all the intrigue like what's what is phoenix going to do um you know what's dallas going to do what about the clippers or the lakers you know going to get into the playoffs a lot of intriguing stuff going on what about the golden state warriors can they turn it around once they get steph curry uh, healthy no, he's Everybody... another week or plus away like right, like right. Uh, we heard fenley with the update on kevin durant everything's so every another week down the line Everything's about the Western Conference. Like I said, in the East, um, unless you're a Knicks fan like Jason Smith and myself, I mean, really, like I said, it's Boston and it's uh, Philadelphia. That, yeah, that's really a two-team race. Well, I don't dismiss Milwaukee if Giannis is available. Well, that's true. Because, right. I, mean, I mean, look, Philadelphia, you got two things going against you. You got Harden and you got Doc Rivers. Well... You're you're right about that because we should we should <laughs> like damn he got me yeah well you shouldn't dismiss Milwaukee either you're right about that one also but Boston I even though they're they're you know on the record they look like they're head and shoulders better than everybody no, that's else right. and you never know when Jalen Brown and Tatum are going to go off for thirty plus well, the points thing about or them is they, they have yeah. depth right that's the one thing about that squad is they keep coming that's one thing with Milwaukee is you've got the front line guys that we know all the names but they go eight nine deep. In their rotation, there are there are a few teams that do that, right? That's my worry about your Knicks, and something I echo to Smith more in a derogatory thing to him, just to kind of torment him uh, in his beleaguered <laughs> sports existence. But it's the idea that with Tom Thibodeau is like, what am I expecting from these guys in the final twenty games? Where is that wall based on the the heavy minutes and demands of playing defense and how they operate? In New York, where is that wall? Because we've seen it time and time again from Thibodeau-led teams where they do hit it. Jalen Brunson's been fantastic. Oh, he's been fantastic. R.J. Barrett has been very good. Julius Randle, as long as he's not in a three-point shooting contest with his son making Mm -hmm. fun of him, uh, has played some inspired basketball time and again. And they've got some other component parts that are interesting. It just comes back to the old Tom Thibodeau when it gets down to crunch time and we start getting into mid to late April, are these guys tripping over their own tongues? Yeah, and 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 not only that, also they don't play as good defense as Thibodeau really would like them to, and and really but who be, does? Well, that's true too. But let, let's be honest, um, you know they're a team. When you're a 500 team at home, um, that's not going to get it done. I, I just want them to win a playoff series. We'll see what happens after that. But there's not a lot of good teams or teams worth watching in the Eastern Conference. It it really is. It's just three teams on the top, and and that's really it. And that's what it's going to be, and that's what it'll shake down to. And who knows if if he doesn't choke somewhere along the line. Everything is in the West right well, now. Well, that, that is really the hard part, right, is that you look at the conference, you go, all right, yeah, there's some component parts I like in Miami, and I like a guy here, Trey Young. Coach gets fired. McMillan gets bounced, even though they're currently sitting in a, a playoff position. So Some 500. You, you yeah, wait. they're like a 500 Yeah, team. they're a 500 team, but yeah. you're still waiting for more of the backstory. What's no, going on behind sure. the scenes there? You hear of rift. But that's a nice nebulous term. Uh, I want specificity. Denver and Jokic with his band of merry men assembled in the West. John Morant and Memphis are fun to watch, and they think uh, they've got rivalries. They're like the NWO in the old wrestling world where they chirp a lot and start and instigate a lot of fights. So I, I'm entertained by them without a question. I think right. the, the greatest story is what happens with Sacramento? Can Sacramento hang around? It's been an unbelievable story. Matter of fact, at one time, didn't they have the best record in the Western Conference? They, they were for a bit. 32-25 yeah. and 25 right now as we go to the second half of the season. 
Yeah, so they've come a little bit back down to earth, playing about 500 basketball. I mean, no, you're, you're 100% right there. I, look, I, I wonder if this is just like a one-time thing. Remember when the Sacramento team had those great, uh, you know, rivalries with the Lakers? Oh, 100%. Um, and, you know, that was the last time they were relevant, back when they had, what, Weber and stuff like that. And look at them now. I mean, I didn't see that coming from Sacramento. It's been a it's been a good run. I mean, Fox has been fantastic. I I mean, just unbelievable. It's, it's just been a great team. It's, they have like five, six guys that can average double digits. I, I'm wondering how long, how far they will go. Well, that's just it. It's, it's balance beyond uh, De'Aaron Fox and his nearly 25 a game. Sabonis, one of the best unheralded stars that we've got in the league. Unfortunately, uh, he'll never get the name recognition other than people associating the old man. Right, Because whenever exactly. we get to talk about Arvidas. And you want to talk about worlds apart in terms of the way guys operate. <laughs> Arvidas was built like a tank uh, back in the day. Pro Basketball Hall of Famer. Oh, uh, absolutely. The and then they got a bunch of guys that will give you about 12 to 15 That's points right. a game, and, and they go unheralded. I mean, it really is a good, fun, deep team. But, um, you know, the, the West is absolutely just murderous. It's so deep out there. But they keep saying, please, please, let the Suns or one of these other teams, let Golden State get hot. Let's get Steph Curry back on the court. Please, oh please, that's Adam Silver's cry uh, as we move forward. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds you know, the basketball nerds. They're like, you know, who's really good? Creighton. You don't watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, going to win. Not the Big East tournament? They're, well, I mean, they could. maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton? Is a is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. And then those. Never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys and they lose out to like, you know, Lil Dirk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Dirk was better. Why are you t- why are you telling me the whole time? <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. 
Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, welcome back in here to the TireRack.com Fox Sports Radio Studios. Mike Harmon alongside Arnie Spanier. He's in for Jason Smith. Smith will be back tomorrow night. He took the back end of a day-night doubleheader off. It's like a catcher. His knees were a little sore and decided he needed the night off. Can't blame him for that. Good game going on with South Carolina, Alabama in overtime. South Carolina uh, actually now tied uh, with a little over three minutes left, uh, about three and a half minutes left in overtime. Good game there. Well, we're hitting that point in the year, also paying more attention to the college bucket world. Just a couple of weeks from March Madness. My team actually going to dance for the second time in team history, Arnie. I know that. <laughs> that, that that's quite a run. I know they were. it was a long time coming the first time, but uh, they've had a good year this year. Chris Collins, a guy that folks uh, thought at the end of last year there might have been an agreement to say congratulations on a job uh, done and that he'd move on. You had some transfer uh, issues this offseason. Instead, uh, Boo Booey and company, uh, Adige, one of the great defenders in the game, getting it done. So mm-hmm. a fun time for my beloved Northwestern Wildcats. Uh, I There, I got my 35 seconds in. That's all I'm allotted uh, <laughs> in a given week. There, That's yeah. right. It's not about the Mets, Jets, or Aaron Rodgers, so uh, we have to move on. Our, our, we went a, a full hour and 24 minutes, hour and 25, uh, before mentioning Aaron Rodgers. Uh, in his darkness retreat, we've had some fun with it over the last couple of weeks. Arnie, I know you and Plank uh, certainly talking about it as he is a Raiders fan and keeping his eye uh, and trying to stay abreast of what's going on in that part of things. But one of the reports that had gotten out, and this was uh, Bob McGinn, who's covered the team forever, talking about it's irreparable, the Packers are done with this, Uh, they're tired of his act, Uh, and obviously I'm just kind of paraphrasing his reports, but more or less saying, hey, they've all but moved on from Aaron Rodgers. Well, Tom Pelissero saw that, yes. You know, of NFL Network said, quote, if he wants to return to Green Bay and as long as he's fully bought in, Packers want him back. Said that on the Rich Eisen show. It's something that we certainly had uh, this morning, something Jason Cole said to us as well. Rights for Outkick, Pro Football Hall of Fame voter, just saying don't believe uh, some of the noise. And obviously that's one of the things Rogers said before uh, on the Pat McAfee show, one of his last appearances when he railed against NFL insiders and kind of went into his, hey, his circle of trust, more or less. Have you ever seen 
the movie, um, you know, Meet the Fockers. And yeah, Meet yeah, the of course. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Circle of Trust. And Aaron Rodgers right, more or right. less intimated that anybody that would betray uh, any of his confidences, you'd be out of that circle of trust I, really fast. So don't you know believe what? it. And I understand that, Mike. But you know what? If you have conflicting reports here, which we do, you gave one yeah. on one and one on the other. Well, then now it comes to common sense for people like you and me and the listeners out there. And all I could do is put myself in the situation of the Packers and put myself in the situation of Aaron Rodgers. And you know what? If I was the Packers, I would be fed up with him. And if I'm Rodgers, I'd probably want to go somewhere else also. I think it's a divorce, a long time coming, and I think it, it boils down to now. And like I said, put yourself in the Packers situation. They already have a quarterback in Jordan Love. I would think that they'd be happy to move on from Aaron Rodgers and that god-awful contract that they're paying him and go in another direction. They didn't make the playoffs. If they could lose with Aaron Rodgers, they could certainly lose without him. I, I would just think that they'd want to go in a different direction. Yeah, I think the big thing was the expectation that if we gave you all this money, that you'd show up <laughs> and you'd work with the young receivers. And yeah, that you right. tried to build. Well, I mean, you had back-to-back failures deep in the playoffs after MVP seasons, right? Some of that he and Lafleur been saying it for years that there there's not a whole lot of trust and respect in, in some ways there, going all the way back to when Rogers said, "Oh, you want to kick the field goal? Fine, I'm not going to fight you. Oh, geez. give the ball back to Tom Brady. Sure, right, this is exactly. smart. Yeah, that's well, one of the things I've always been disappointed in Rogers on." Like, look, he's in the same division with the Bears, and I've got a bottle of champagne uh, on ice for the day that he leaves. Because (laughs) at least in theory, for a moment, you could say they break the chain of 30-plus years of him and Brett Favre. Right, exactly. uh, And then Jordan Love will show up, and he'll dominate the Bears, too. Yeah, come on But but the idea being that we've watched this all, all along, and you had those circumstances where, like, here's your opportunity to show you're the leader of the team, to say, I command that we go for it here, that we take care of business instead of making it and giving Tom Brady an opportunity to come get us. No, you know what? Let me ask you this, Mike. If you had a chance, if you're Aaron Rodgers, if you think about it, if you were going to go through like the top five places that would be perfect for Aaron Rodgers, I think Green Bay would probably be like third or fourth, if not even fifth on that list. I think going to the Raiders, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I think going to the Raiders would be a better fit. Going to the Jets, I think would actually be a better fit. Why are those better fit? The NFC, in terms of power structure stinks right now. Well, you could say, well, first of all, the AFC East, it's not like it's that daunting. I mean, the Patriots are going in the wrong direction, and right now the Jets are not a playoff team. It was just Miami and Buffalo, and Buffalo's beatable. Right, that's two out of four. But it's not only that. And and the Patriots are going to be a 500 team every year, Arnie. Well, the Patriots... There's no, you know, rollovers there. They'll be lucky if they're going to be a 500 team. Yes, maybe you're you're right. It would be easier And it's still the Jets... It'd be easier for him, but I think it'd be a better fit for him in New York with his attitude, get out of small time Green Bay and see if they can go and build a little bit of an offense around him uh, and get some receivers around him now that he doesn't have uh, Adam. So I think that'd be a better fit for him also. And I, certainly going to Vegas and um, having him reunite there, that'd be a, a great place for him too. But you're still playing in that division. I don't think Denver's going to be, and we got a great story uh, from Russell Wilson that uh, well, yeah, just so uncovered that, before yeah. that we'll no, get into in about 15 right. minutes. I but Denver that, but... will be better with Sean Payton. Nah, they don't the scare char- me at all. The Chargers, if they ever hire a training staff that can keep guys on the field, look out. They've got all-stars all over. And then you still got Kansas City. 
And remember, you're the... still the Raiders. You still have to fix that defense and offensive line. Does that and coach... he's going to be 40. So anybody thinking that it's a quick fix with him showing up, that's a whole other part to this. Let me ask you where you stand real quick, just since yeah. you just mentioned that division. I mean, are head coaches important to you? Are coordinators important to you or no? To a degree. Sure, okay, of but, course. So, I mean, but I need the guy to get things started. Well, I just didn't know if you thought that maybe Kansas City was going to take a step backwards because Eric Bieniemy is now gone. Well, I, I mean, mean, I what, know it does what, put Matt Nagy in a more prominent position of power. I which mean, you being a right. uh, Chicago guy seems to me like that's problematic. But you, as long as Andy Reid's still there to cut off any of his tomfoolery, well, you, it'll be okay. You can't keep taking away bricks and bricks and bricks and hope the building doesn't fall. You took away Tyreek Hill. Now you've taken away the offensive coordinator. Sooner or later, it's going to. Well, you know, I, I, I like that. Well, sooner tell, or later, that was what everybody did with Tom Brady for a decade after yeah, he turned thirty-five. Don't tell Travis. He's gonna Kelsey fall on me, apart, please. man. Don't tell Kelsey on me. I'll yell at me at the end of the season. You didn't Nobody believe in me. Us, yeah. How dare you? They were the second betting favorite oh, all off season. I, I love that. It was the most insane, inane argument. Being made. I, I just look at it from a division standpoint. I like what Detroit is building, but they're not there yet. The, the Bears have a lot of work to do, what, whether they keep fields or not, but they have $100 million to go out and spend. They've got yes, they the number yes, one pick. Do. There's a lot. And that's the part that's being lost. You could lost rebuild fast in that division. You do too much. Well, but, that, but, that's, that but do you pick it right? Especially you look at the histories of these teams, and yes, this is the first time for the Bears it's not McCaskey family that's making the decisions it's an outside guy with a history was in kansas city and the rookie class looked like it was all right you got a couple of component parts look obviously you need to go get wide receivers but you're gonna have to overpay it's kind of like when christian kirk signed with jacksonville you're gonna have to come up with a really big check why because the reputation in chicago is where receivers go to die I'm wondering where some of these secondary quarterbacks are going to end up like a, a Jimmy Garoppolo. And I mean, it looks like uh, Daniel Jones is going to stay in New York, but how much money are they going to pay him? Um, he wants what, like 40? He wants 50? $45 million. Yeah, good luck to you. You know what I mean? Well, but uh, yeah. you know what? You can ask, right? It's the old yeah. rule of thumb. Like when you were yeah, asking, ask that b- too, b- yeah. before, before you got married, you yes. asked out a lot of girls. What's the worst they could say? They could Beated, say no. creep, yeah. and no. <laughs> but that's a lot of money to go You know ahead. what I mean, though? Like, you, yeah. You look at it and look, you go deeper into the math of what they did in New York. It wasn't an overwhelming offense by any. They had a very easy schedule, too. Schedule was in their favor. Barkley had a good year. He went 15. Where's Barkley going to go? I mean, they're not. Well, the Bears are the betting favorite if he doesn't get a franchise tag. Because David Montgomery is probably going to be gone. Khalil Herbert coming back off an injury. So uh, well, early, earlier this week, I, I saw that they were plus three fifty. I think. maybe we'll get into this later on. But I sent you that the the um, oh we got, yeah yeah we'll get into was, the uh, running yeah, back. It was a, list, for sure. a running back is is pretty much uh, antiquated. It's useless. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, the top running backs for the last six years, their teams have done absolutely nothing. They've not even been a, a Super Bowl threat to these uh, running backs that have been so good. The running back position is like the old center position um, in the NBA. It's just not needed anymore uh, to go ahead and win a championship or to win a Super Bowl. Well, now you have the positionless NBA and you got guys that are seven feet that are actually skilled. 
Yes, and can a, shoot. Out they can be a guard. Yeah, yeah. Likewise, running backs here. Like I, I don't think the value is gone, and, and we'll have this discussion. Oh, it before is. We get it it over. Is. No, no, no. Because the reason is a lot of teams rely on them as receivers. Talking about the Giants, right, and Saquon Barkley, big year run in the football. He was tied for their team lead in receptions. Well, he's one that like that. Let me ask you. But this, there's you, a bunch of guys that are like that. Look at Austin Eckler. He had over a hundred catches. Do you their want Ezekiel Elliott? Stunk. Do you want Ezekiel Elliott? No, for he's, he's got no miles dollars? left. No. Unless he comes back to me on a greatly reduced salary and recognizes he's the number two guy, which he should have been in Dallas the whole time. Right. And I hope for a but quick But Pollard's hurt now, so no, what are you going to do it. about that? Yeah. Well, you go find another running back in the draft. Is what well, you that's do. what you're going to have to do. Right? Or you, you find another guy in free agency that yes, doesn't exactly. cost you the same amount of money. Right. Yeah, and the you, contract for Ezekiel Elliott, and it goes back to the larger Jerry Jones consideration. We did a deep dive last night. Find the podcast. Uh, wherever you get your audio, Jason Smith show with me, Mike Harmon, um, a deep dive on the whole Dak Prescott situation, right? Because they're openly opining about the quarterback position in the draft and everything else. And you look at Dak Prescott's contract, this is the last year where the dead cap number is prohibitive. It's at like $89 million. Oh, jeez. Next if, year it's 39 which is not something that doesn't make you pucker no, a little no, bit, it doesn't. but it's not awful. Mike, like on a grand this, scale anymore. That's not the worst of the world. You just mentioned that gaudy number. If it wasn't for that gaudy number, if it was, if if, if the Cowboys could get rid of Dak Prescott without paying a big penalty, I bet you they would do it this year and go on because there's a lot of other quarterbacks that could take over for him for this year, but they can because you mentioned the contract situation. I think mentally the Dallas Cowboys are done with Dak Prescott and would like to go in a different direction. They just can't because of the contract right well, now. Well, but it's a tough spot, right? For what how they constructed their squad this year that you, you have Pollard, you have Elliott, you tried to cobble together your defense. That's fine. And you got some great component parts in that defense, right? Michael yes, you Parsons do. Absolutely. is a generational right. guy. Trevon Diggs. You, you've got guys in that back seven that can get after it. And, and guys up front. And you paid for it. But when you look at your offense, you had C.D. Lamb. And you had Dalton Schultz. You could certainly use another big receiver. Schultz no, is but a that's great the, one. But that's yeah, the yeah. point, right? You yeah. had two players and all your other receivers that you had on staff, guys you drafted, guys coming back off injuries, or guys you brought in, didn't perform. Right? James Washington was supposed to come in. All right, here's an opportunity. He's not buried on the Steelers' depth chart. He gets hurt and he never sees the light of day. Right, Michael right. Gallup comes back, has a couple of flashes, but has no consistency. Keep on going down the line. You had no consistency of another threat. And I'm not trying to make excuses for Dak Prescott. I'm just calling it what it is. You know, you're devoid of talent. It goes back to the Daniel Jones thing. What do you see on tape? Do you think that with uh, a little bit of time with Brian Dable and, and a receiver that you spend a little bit of money on and actually get it right? Because this is where I go to my GM um, hat for an Arnie. Is like there's certain teams that you don't get to pick certain positions, right? In Indianapolis, Ballard doesn't get to pitch, pick a quarterback. He gets to build the rest of the roster. Someone right, else right. does that. In then, Baltimore, they don't get to pick wide receivers. They can then, pick whoever else, but they don't get to pick wide receivers. Then, then, Likewise, in New York and in Dallas, you don't get, get to pick wideouts anymore. Well, you talk about wideouts. Can you use one guy? I don't know if he's really going. He's a tremendous guy of the Cowboys, but not at the wide receiver position. I'm talking about Turpin, who's the kick returner, who's just explosive. Um, can, but he's can a wide he, is, he, is he Devin Hester? 
where he's a great returner and then you try to make him a wide receiver and it doesn't work. He's not even half the receiver that Devin Hester is. So um, that's the question. Can he, you know, be the receiver that the Cowboys are looking for? They'll probably have to go and bolster that up. And I'm still curious to see what they're going to do about the Pollard situation if they franchise tag him and what they're going to do about Ezekiel Elliott. No, a lot of moving parts and certainly a division that used to be the least and they're interesting, right? Even Washington, are they great? No, but they've got some parts to that team that are interesting. And if Sam Howell, who is their guy right now, uh, can do anything with the, they've got a good running back and you've got McLaurin, you've got two pieces to help that offense move. And you know, they can coach up defense a little bit. So at least keeps you curious as we go through. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 PM. Eastern 7 PM Pacific on Fox sports radio and the iHeartRadio app. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. 
If you go to Orange Theory in Vermont, you can see Arnie trying this out on the treadmills. <laughs> Welcome back in the Jason Smith Show with me, Mike Harmon. No Jason tonight. Arnie Spanier in for him as we come to you live from the TireRack.com studios. Yeah, that's right. Jason Smith Show with me, Mike Harmon. Find the podcast wherever you download your audio. Also, the I Want Your Flex podcast that Byer and I do up and flowing. We appreciate you giving us a few minutes of your time live or in Memorex. There's an old commercial for you. Wow, you're going uh, way back there. No, that's right. Uh, on, the, on the digital, we appreciate you. Evangelize, friends, family. Uh, the link in your latest greeting cards for whatever holiday, birthdays, whatever. Just say, hey, here's the gift that keeps on giving. It's Fox Sports Radio 24-7-365. Arnie is at Stinking Genius one on Twitter. Find me over at Swollen Dome. Now, a story you brought to my attention because you were having fun today. Uh, you're in the zone, Arnie. Uh, Tariq Woolen going after his former teammate, <laughs> Russell Wilson, equating his physicality yeah. to a, quote, sack of potatoes, going back <laughs> to that week one matchup between Seattle and Denver. And we watch Russell Wilson struggle. A lot of questions. All right, has he hit that tipping point? Because we always wonder as guys get into their mid-30s, Late 30s, we know you've got Warren Moon. You know you've got Tom Brady. Beyond that, we watched Peyton Manning fall apart. We watched how they had to really change things up for Drew Brees and attempts longer than 15 yards were rare in his final years in the NFL. And wondering if Russell Wilson, after his subpar final season in Seattle, really ran into the cliffs. Uh, the, he the might have. And he, maybe he has. But yeah. adding this to it from a physical standpoint of, oh, yeah, 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 he was a sack of potatoes. I love that. I love that he called him a sack of potatoes. I mean, usually if we're talking about something like my body, I can understand my wife saying, you're like a sack of potatoes. We all remember the picture of Tom Brady when he got drafted. Sure. I mean, that he was had like a concave that. chest, man. Yeah, I mean, he looked completely out of shape. If you're ever going to talk smack about somebody, I well, would he wasn't necessarily like out of shape. He had no shape. Right. It wasn't bad. No, it was just round, non-existent. Round is a shape. I don't know. If well, you know no. Well, but yeah. he wasn't round. I'm no. round. Yeah, You're he, round. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, if you were going to make fun of somebody's body, I thought it would be like an offensive lineman with the big gut or something like that. I don't know. I, I haven't really noticed that about Russell Wilson. I only noticed the play, and the play was really bad. Maybe it does have something to do with it. I, I don't know. I, I've never seen him with his shirt off, but maybe he is um, out of shape or, or just starting to lose it a little bit physically. Yeah, questions of whether he had a connection with Hackett, who was ultimately fired. Now you bring in Sean Payton, uh, the receiving core. And obviously he wears a lot of uh, gear. Right, not just the uniform. He had a lot of rib protectors or of whatever course, else. Right. So you're always questioning how much of that is padding and how much of that is padding. <laughs> how much, <laughs> Again, always going back much. here. I mean, I'm a powerful and attractive man, but I can stand to lose another 20 pounds. I got. I'm readily admitting that. Now the road to swollen is long. Uh, the road to 50 is here as we get towards October, and and I've got the czar. Uh, Tyshirt is going to look after me and, and make sure I eat healthy. He's got a farm and he's bringing me in these crazy vegetables <laughs> uh, and, and fruits, and, and I'm going to be a better better man. Uh, but Woolen on the Two Up, Two Down podcast, quote, when you see him in person, it's like weird. He's like a sack of potatoes. Literally, when I seen him, I'm like, dang, I didn't know he was built like that. I, I mean, love, I saw him yeah. in between like 20 hangers on at the Super Bowl uh, last year. He had a bigger entourage than anybody else. I think maybe everybody else I met combined. 
Can you ever think of other quarterbacks that are really out of shape? I mean, I think of maybe Ben Roethlisberger toward the end of it. Oh, yeah. Well, he used to bulk up, and then he'd get in camp and get in shape. Right, exactly. That's the old rule that guys did, right? But I don't think too many quarterbacks are are out of shape like that. No. No, I mean, for the most part, guys, there's walking around weight, and then there's just a quick refinement. But in terms of being out of shape, no. I mean, we've got some obvious. I mean, they're not six-packs or anything like that. You know what I mean? But yeah, most of the guys, especially in today's game, are pretty athletic. They're not like Metcalf of Seattle or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it, this is one that just cut through the clutter today, let me tell you. Because, you know, it is a quarterback-driven league, and even in the offseason, that's what we're talking about. Because we're going to get back into uh, one of the other top quarterback on the market, and the guy who truly is on the market right now. Uh, but we talked about Aaron Rodgers a little bit earlier. Russell Wilson, it's curious to see what Sean Payton is able to cobble together there. Nothing. It's going to be zero. He's done. Can he He's bring in so. Rex Ryan, though, to make it more interesting nah, to me? That's not going to, yeah, that, that will make it more interesting, but it will go ahead and uh, result in more wins. It's it's going to be a bad situation in Denver for a long time coming. No, they, they've got to figure out. Javante Williams coming off a big injury. Remember, they gave the ball oftentimes to Melvin Gordon. He's a Super Bowl champion. Didn't do much for it in Kansas City, but hey. He was part of the roster. He wins. That's Artie Spann. You're in for Jason Smith. I'm Mike Harmon. This is Fox Sports Radio uh, as we roll on for the TireRack.com Fox Sports Radio studios. We'll get back into the fun and exciting world of the cars. And no, not the old music band. We're back into David and Derek Carr and the future ahead. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. <laughs> 